Welcome to Scaling Up H2O, where we are at the ASHRAE AHR Convention and Expo. Folks, if you have never been to AHR Expo, you are missing out. And I know a lot of water treaters out there are thinking that that's more industrial, that's more the end user, but I gotta tell you, I have found so many items that translate so well into the water treatment industry, and I've been able to talk to people on the show floor and ask them questions about specific issues that I have had and we have been able to work together to figure out how we can overcome some of these issues. Now, I know I have seen a couple of water treaters here at the ASHRAE HR Expo, but maybe you were not able to make it. So I hope you enjoy my stroll through the AHR Expo floor. Walking around the ASHRAE show and I find AWT board member Gary Garcia. And Gary, you've been telling me about this very new instrument to me, and I think the Scaling Up Nation needs to hear about it. So, so what are you showing at, at ASHRAE here today? All right, it's called the LAW. It stands for Legionella Advanced Warding. It's an automated Legionella detection system. Um, you can install it on a cooling tower, uh, it takes less than 10 minutes to install it. It's a Legionella-specific cartridge-based uh, program that is actually communicating through the cloud to a mother computer that is literally mapping the Legionella growth and telling us when we hit that target point. So your detection limit is five CFUs. So that's well under what most of the legal restrictions are. And through that, you actually can then remediate Legionella before it amplifies and you're ahead of the game. So we look at this as filling in the gap between let's say a quarterly sampling or semi-annual that the unit is online 24-7 hands-free and you're able to then know whether or not you have a contamination. And through that you can then remediate it, apply biocide or, or send a service technician in, uh, but you're knowledgeable. You're not having this 90-day uh, gap in between. Replacing cartridges and maintaining the unit is ultimately simple. The cartridges slide in and out. The cartridges are good for 30 days inside the unit. They're good for 90 days in your refrigerator. Outside of that, it, again, all I can do is reiterate the simplicity of it, which is really the key issue here. It's priced competitively in the marketplace. We've had so far no issues with it in any way, shape, or form. The actual law units are warranted for three years. So if there should be some kind of electronics problem in it, you just simply pull it off, send it to me, and I'll send you a new one. It's that simple. You can test for Legionella online 24-7, and we look at this that it's a, a giant leap forward versus the manual systems. Yeah, I got to tell you, it's a very attractive unit. It looks like it's very simple to install and testing every 10 minutes. That's that's so much information. And then if you got a remote control uh, access to your biocide, that's that's just the best of both worlds. There's an electronic dashboard that you go to. Uh, you will see the status of every unit that you install. It'll be constantly reporting temperature and humidity and condition. If you get an incident, it'll send you a text right away so that you can then direct your service person or the end user or the biocide pumps, turn them on, and you actually have control instead of waiting in between for those 90 days or 10 days to get a report. 
Well, Gary, I'm going to look at finding out more information about this unit because it's just cool. I think it satisfies a need that uh, we're all looking to fill. If somebody in the Scaling Up Nation wanted to learn more, where should they go? Just uh, contact me at Masters Company Incorporated. All right, Gary, thanks for everything you do for AWT and great seeing you here. Thanks, Trace. So I love walking around the Ashway Trade Show and finding fellow water treaters walking the hall. I'm here with Brian Fisk of Z Water and Energy. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Trace? I'm doing great. So what are you finding out from the water treaters perspective here at the Ashray Show? Well, it's been very interesting talking to the equipment manufacturers, looking at exactly what they're doing to kind of stay ahead of the curve. Uh, I've been very, very impressed by some of the things that are happening. What has been the one thing that you found that really gave you pause or said, hey, I need to start treating something different or I need to talk to a customer about this? What's that one thing? Uh, I think that uh, well, I was over at Ware Boiler and I was very intrigued uh, listening to the installs that they're doing and seeing how training and specifically how operators are, are being treated and helped by their water treatment professionals or not in some cases is really influential in how everyone does business. Yeah, Ware is amazing. Out there in the Scaling Up Nation, if you have not heard of Ware Boiler, they've got this Boiler University. So they're training all these different people in the industry. Us as water treaters, we have to make sure that we're bringing good information to our customers because they're getting treated that way and they're expecting more and more out of their vendors like us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Brian, well, great talking with you and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you, Trace. Have a good one. So I'm walking around, I'm minding my own business, and I run into no other but Colin Frayne. How are you, Colin? Well, I'm actually here in the States now for a week, so that's fine. I'm good. It's, it's hard for you to stay put. I, I know this about you. And it's also hard to get you on the Scaling Up podcast. So we're going to do that. We're going to do a quick interview with you today, but I want you to come back and do a full episode with me. Up for that? Do I get paid for it? You get paid as much as I do. How about yeah, that? Which is zero. Yeah, this is fine. No, it's fine. That's good. So I'm curious. You're a fellow water treater. You're walking around. You're looking for things that can help yourself, other water treaters. What have you found at the ASHRAE show that fits that bill? Um, well, we, for a start, there's, we've got indoor air quality is now becoming a bigger thing, and it obviously wasn't before. So there's one thing. I really just go around to have a look and see what's new, what's different. And the thing that we've just been looking at, there are now a couple of companies that are selling these magnetic filters designed to entrap magnetite inside closed loops. And as you know, to be honest, closed loops are never really looked after very well. There's not a lot of money in it. And, and there's often also biological problems as well as ferrous corrosion taking place. So actually just seeing some real well-designed magnetic filters to take care of that is something that's new and different. But a show like this has got thousands of other product lines that's not necessarily anything to do with water treatment. I think the good thing is that there's not many people here that know about water treatment, which gives us an industry forever you know, yes, to, absolutely. Uh, to, uh, to live in. Yeah. Colin, I've noticed that it looks like almost all of the cooling tire manufacturers are having some sort of dry cooling product. What do you think about that? Well, they've got not only the dry cooling product, but they're also moving into newer materials. Um, they're going away from uh, galvanizing. There's more and more stainless steel, and we're seeing plastics and uh, you know, glass-reinforced uh, plastic materials taking place. There's some enormous air-cooled condensers. Have you seen the physical size of them? I want to know how they got them in here. How, well, yeah, it's not only how they got them in there, but how they have the audacity to sell them because they're so inefficient in terms of energy consumption. 
but uh, and they're standing right behind and us. They're by standing. Way. They're standing right behind us. By the way, yes. <laughs> although, although actually we did have a competition trying to find the biggest one, and you know me for stories. I used to actually work on the world's largest air-cooled condenser system, where the collection pipes were eight feet in diameter, and you stood in front of them. And this was for power utility plant. The actual air-cooled condensers were about 80, 90 feet high, something like that, on top of the power plant. But this was in the middle of the Botswana Kalahari Desert, and there was no water. So that was why we had to go to air-cooled condensers. Gotcha. Some good news that I'll share with you, Mm -hmm. and you probably have talked to these vendors as well. We've talked to a lot of the condensing boiler companies. Yeah, there's quite a few of those around They are not using aluminum anymore. No, they're moving away from that, and they're they're using uh, fancy steels, duplex steels, and stuff like that. Yeah, I asked the same questions. I thought I might actually catch them out, but no, they've they've recognized it, and they're beginning to move away from it. Do you think AWT and some of the efforts that you've had has had a play in that? No, I don't think so. I think think that, that... it's more like the insurance companies and the money they've had to pay that have yeah. caused that problem. Um, but what it does do is, you know, the f- people that we've just seen here now and some other ones like that, I think that the several firms here could be good candidates to join AWT uh, as suppliers. And, and if they do, some of these other people, it forces us to kind of broaden our own horizons in terms of what we teach, what we encompass. Thanks so All much right. for stopping and talking with us. Great to talk to you as well. So I'm here with Kent Martins of Marley. So Kent, tell me what is new in the Marley world this year? Well, we've expanded our fluid cooler line to include a dry fin tube coil for equipment that's capable of doing more uh, percentage of dry cooling during the winter months. So looking at, uh, at our series of, of fluid coolers, we have the hybrid fluid cooler, which combines finless coil, air tube. Uh, that's very space efficient, energy efficient. We use the fill to pre-cool the water before it cascades over the coil to cool water. So from a cost and energy point of view, that's the, the best way to go. But it doesn't do very well at dry cooling in the winter. So if, if the objective is to shut off the water in the winter and not have to maintain you know, basin heater to maintain the water temperature in the basin and worry about freeze prevention and that kind of thing, then we go with a product that's all coil the DT fluid cooler is a bare tube coil as well, so it has more dry capability than the hybrid. The variation we've just introduced to the market is the fin tube coil version of the DT product. And with the fin tubes, it can uh, transfer uh, approximately 30% more heat in the same size box. Uh, in somewhere, uh, it's 20 degrees higher in ambient temperature where you can flip it to dry, where it runs in all dry mode. So these aren't exact numbers, but say the One's capable of 35 degrees. This would be capable of maybe 55, 57 degrees. So anytime you're below that temperature, you can shut off the water and just run your process through the coil and cool it in dry mode. So the name of the game is more cooling, less water. More cooling, less water on an annual basis. It will, if you can, a lot of northern climates particularly might be able to run nine months out of the year without having to use water in that case. All right, well, thanks for talking with us. All right, thank you. I found Brad Blaze with J.L. Winger. Brad, what are you bringing to the Astray show today? So today we're bringing uh, glycol feed systems, corrosion coupon racks, sample coolers, bypass feeders, as well as our separator systems for cooling towers. Anything in the water treatment industry, we're trying to be a, a team player and help out everybody with those type of items. Well, we definitely appreciate you doing that. What's the coolest thing that you've got here? Well, we just came out with a compact glycol feed system for people for their uh, driveway systems and things like that. So that's a really cool new item. We actually now have a shippable glycol unit that uh, is wall-mounted 
and uh, we're able to ship those with UPS, eliminating freight and eliminating needs for people to waste money on those type of things. <laughs> well, excellent. Well, good luck at the show and thanks for talking with us. All right. Thank you, buddy. Take care. I'm in the Avavco booth and I ran into Brett Alexander. Brett, uh, tell us, tell the Scaling Up Nation what Avavco is doing new this year. So Avapco Water Systems has just uh, released a new pretreatment system called the Vapco Water Saver because what it's doing is saving uh, water, reducing the blowdown from our evaporative units. Um, those evaporative units can usually use 50 to maybe 60 percent of a building's water. So we're using capacitive deionization to lower the conductivity of that makeup water to the evaporative unit so we can safely increase the cycles of concentration thus de decreasing the blowdown from the unit. So it's a really impressive unit. It's very compact. So this isn't a trade show model, this is it. Yes, this is a full-scale 12-cylinder uh, Vapco water saver. So we'd be looking at about 25 to 30 GPM of average makeup that this could uh, give to your evaporative unit. It comes in nine different sizes, so we can go as small as a three-cylinder setup as well as up to 24 cylinders. So we kind of size them based on the makeup water quality as well as your load, is your size of your system. Yeah, I gotta say, I've really enjoyed my personal relationship with Avapco. You guys are truly an industry leader in efficiency and ingenuity, and this is nothing far from that. So uh, thanks for sharing it with us. Yeah, thanks Trace. So I'm here in the Spartan booth with Janelle Blake. And Janelle, you have this neat little cube that you're going to tell us all about. What does this cube do? So the Legionella cube is a rapid on-site uh, detection system to tell you exactly how much Legionella is in your water source within 45 minutes. So people that listen to this podcast are water treaters. And we're responsible for making sure that the water is the way it's supposed to be. And one of those things that are added onto our list that the customer deems so is Legionella. So in a water treater's world, how would they use this device? So the ability to actually test the water source right on site eliminates the need to send off a sample to allow it to be cultured. So within 45 minutes, your consultant go in, take your water, and give you the exact concentration of how much Legionella is in your water. Instead of having to wait up to possibly two weeks to get a culture result, when bacteria we know is dying, we have a missed call because the bacteria is dying on the way to the lab, we know that having your results quantifiable on-site within 45 minutes is really beneficial. So we, if there is an issue, we can implement change right away. We can start an action plan and start mitigating and fixing the Legionella contamination. Well, very cool. So are you able to type the different species with this unit? Uh, so we look for the Nemophila case itself, it's Zero Group 1. All right, well, very cool. Thanks for sharing it with us. I'm here with Tower Tech's Mark Silk, and we are standing under, I think, the largest cooling tower that is here in the ASHRAE show. And I know your cooling tower works a little bit differently than standard cooling towers. So I was hoping you could tell the Scaling Up Nation a little bit about Tower Tech. Yeah, there's too many differences to this would last too long, but, but just to give you a basic idea, the fans being on the bottom rather than the top gives quick and easy service access to the fans, so it's full counterflow with the water that's coming through the top and through the fill media. And the other big diff is the structure is FRP. The FRP has a much longer life than the metal towers. The metal towers, if you go full stainless on a metal tower, you're maxing it a five-year warranty. 
And the structural warranty on, on this with FRP structure is 15 years. Do you have to worry about things like sunlight with that composite? No, it has a, a coating that brings on the reflection to, to guard it against the sunlight. What is the biggest piece of advice you could give somebody like myself who treats the water inside these towers? Probably that there's another thing that, that is a big savings. There's no sunlight exposure to the water within the towers. So that cuts off in the area of 35% of, of the chemicals that are needed to treat the water. Yeah, if we don't need to deal with algae, let's not deal with algae. I love that. Get sunlight out of the picture. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for talking with us and uh, have a great show. Thanks a bunch. Take care. Scaling Up Nation, I cannot believe how large this show is. There have to be at least 2,000 vendors exhibiting in this trade show. Where they are housing this convention are some of the largest buildings in the Atlanta metropolitan area, and they are using two of the expo centers. So you can just imagine how large this is. I only spent a day at this expo, and I did not cover near as much territory as I wanted to in that amount of time. But you did get a sampling of who is at the show. And I would like the Scaling Up Nation to realize that just because a particular show is not directly related to water treatment, more often than not, we will find vendors or suppliers of products that we can use to solve a specific issue that we are dealing with. And then at the very least, we can meet those people and we can collaborate with them so we can all get better together. Uh, one of the examples of that is Evapco. And we heard from Evapco, I stopped by their booth. But as you know, uh, Scaling Up H2O, Blackmore Enterprises, myself and Evapco have had a great relationship where they've shared a lot of information that they've been working on. Uh, we've shared a lot of information on things they've worked on and how they've been working in the field. And they have been very quick to respond. And I personally have learned so much about problems like white rust because I have trusted vendors that I work with and they trust me and we share information. So never overlook an opportunity like that. Anything that you can do to make yourself better will make the industry better. And then that just makes everything we touch that much better. So folks, thanks so much for coming along with me at the AHR Expo. And I'll talk to you next week on Scaling Up.